Hello, stepmom. You found us. Welcome to the Essential Stepmom Podcast, a place to learn the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. I'm Tracy Poisner, and I've been teaching all things step family for the last three years. There are 103 episodes of content for you here, and that's a good thing because I'm going to be on hiatus for a while as I roll out the brand new companion podcast, Undeletable Dad. If you know a divorced or separated dad who wants to free his kids, his relationships, and his self-esteem from the jaws of toxic divorce conflict, send him over. You can listen too. The first episode is coming up right here. Let me hear what you think. Hey friends, I'm back, at least temporarily. I've been busy putting out some episodes of the Undeletable Dad podcast because I was feeling bad that they had to listen to all my stuff by tuning into something called Essential Stepmom. So now it'll be your turn. You can listen to Undeletable Dad for brand new content and a spin on some of the material you've heard here before. And before I get too far, I want to make sure you know about my Facebook workshop that's starting tomorrow, October 27th, and going for three days called Reversing Parental Alienation. If this is something happening in your home, and that would put you in with about 80% of step families, then you should be there. Head over to bit.ly slash alienation strategy to sign up. It's free, so no excuses. Do you feel like you're being alienated as the stepmom? Does bio mom put all of her energy into getting her kids to hate you instead of their dad? This really sucks. And I can tell you that I've been dealing with the effects of that, and then the lingering effects, and then the subtle aftershocks of that kind of situation for the last 15 years or so. So I can speak from personal experience. The thing is, this can't really be called parental alienation because you're not a parent. And the mechanism of action here is not the same. The kids don't have any inborn loyalty to you. They're not wired for loyalty to you like they are for their dad. They don't need to like you or to love you to be okay inside. So this isn't parental alienation. It's just nasty behavior. It disrupts your home life, and it hurts. What's the answer? Are you just supposed to suck it up forever? That's not really an answer for you to be miserable. So let's look at some strategies for helping you, as a stepmom, to deal with kids who are being told that they're not allowed to like you. As I tell the dads, one important trick is to always move alongside the kids in the direction they're already going instead of using a lot of force to kind of make them turn around and go the other way. Here's what I mean. Not liking you is part of a very important survival strategy for a kid in this situation. As long as they have to live with mom even part of the time, they have to do what she wants. They're not in a position to push back about this. They really are under her control in a very practical sense, as well as an emotional one. So one way to play this is to acknowledge that they don't have to like you. 
They get to feel however they want on the inside. You can't force them to like you, and you won't. It's actually best if dad talks to them about this, but you can go there if it feels right to you. And especially if you've been close with this child in the past or had the feeling that they would really like to be close to you if only they had permission. So you can say, it's okay if you don't like me. That takes some pressure off, like you're not mad at them for having to do this. The next step would be for dad to tell them that even if they don't like you, they still have to be polite with you because you're his friend. And when they're in his house, they have to show good manners. In fact, it's his job to teach them how to behave with people they don't like. They are going to have schoolmates they don't like, and teachers they don't like, and roommates they don't like, and bosses they don't like, and co-workers they don't like. And they'll have to learn how to behave with those people in order to be successful in life. You can't just go around showing that you don't like people and expect to get ahead in the world. So, since he's in charge of helping them to grow up, it's his job to make them practice how to act around someone you don't like. This works for a number of reasons. One, he's taking an opportunity to assert himself in a non-aggressive way as the leader who they want to follow. He knows something about the world that they need to know. He has a secret of success to share with them and they'd better listen up if they ever want to get ahead. Two, it takes the pressure off them because they're actually looking for an out anyway. It shows them that dad can control them and their dark impulses, which is so important, and also that he can stand up to mom. And three, it allows them to maintain a facade of not liking you, which is really important to their survival, by saying that they still continue to not like you on the inside while acting more polite and friendly with you on the outside. This is crucial, really, when there's more than one child, because siblings tattle on each other. And the worst thing would be a brother ratting out his sister or vice versa for being nice to you at dad's house. So they still need to be able to say that their true feelings are unchanged. They still don't like you, but they have to pretend so that dad doesn't get mad at them. And you can't make this part matter, okay? This is not them being a hypocrite. This is a way to survive. You might even find that over time, the child is able to relax enough to really enjoy your company, even if there's going to be a certain amount of up and down to how they're able to cope with this split identity that they have. Don't forget that they really, really want their mom to be right. They want, they want to see that she's telling them the truth because there's no option for believing that your mother is lying to you. We're not coded to suspect our own mother of acting outside of our best interests and gaslighting us about the world outside. So it's not as simple as just proving that you are a nice person. Most kids just can't let go of needing to prove to themselves that mom is right, that she's telling the truth. 
And this is a long, long, long process of ripping off multiple band-aids very gently. And sometimes it really hurts anyway. So from your side, you can learn to do what I described to the guys in the Undeletable Dad podcast today. You can learn to hold tension. Our automatic response to any kind of unpleasant emotional feeling is to try to make it go away as quickly as possible. We offload that tension in some way by moving away from it, by crying or yelling, often by eating or maybe by going for a run. All of those things are healthy responses, well, maybe not the eating, but we don't give ourselves a chance to create something new and amazing out of the tension that we're feeling. If you can hold tension while emptying out all the content around it, all the thoughts you have about what it means, without looking for a way to make it go away, you create a kind of diamond inside from all of that pressure. The diamond is transformative energy. It's the thing that takes you right off the hamster wheel of feeling bad, feeling better, feeling bad, feeling better, to where you get to up-level your whole experience of life. The diamond energy is the aha moment. It's the epiphany you get that means that you can move forward from that circumstance and never look back. You just stay very still and hold the tension without content. Even a few seconds is a start and you'll get better at it as you practice. You're not supposed to torture yourself with it here, just to stretch what feels comfortable. And when you can learn to be okay with any kind of circumstance you encounter in life, that's when you're completely invincible. You can do anything if you dare to feel the feelings that it brings up. You can face failure or defeat or loneliness or grief or anything at all if you know that you're strong enough to hold the tension of it and let your body release it when it's been transmuted into a diamond. If you happen to have one on your finger, take a look right now. If you're not wearing one, just hold a diamond in your imagination. A diamond isn't just beautiful and expensive. It's the most badass substance on the planet. It's the result of millions of years of intense pressure and it's become the hardest, sharpest natural object in the world. And you are made of the very same carbon as every diamond, for real. You have no idea what kind of badass is waiting inside you to be pressed into service. Thanks for listening today. And I really hope you'll sign up for my Reversing Parental Alienation three-part workshop on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week. Go to bit.ly slash alienation strategy to sign up. You'll get an email with all the details. Did I mention that it's free? And that I'm so pumped about what I'm going to share in these three days that I'm already planning to sell these videos as a mini course afterwards. So this is your chance to get it gratis. Once again, go to bit.ly slash 
alienation strategy. And I'll put that link in the show notes for you too. I don't know when I'll be back here, but you have lots of episodes to catch up on. And if you ever want to hear the newest new stuff, catch me on Undeletable Dad. That should be available on all the the podcast platforms very shortly. Bye.